Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products, a top-selling company on Amazon. They design great products for VR and AR, including their Asterian Aura VR headset stand. I'm Jay Rat. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Matt Rat, a VR lover who wishes Job Simulator was a real job. <laughs> that would be cool. You know our podcast is here to keep you up to date in the VR realm. We answer questions from our communities, follow us in the latest and greatest VR news, and we discuss the games or experiences we've been in lately. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel, we're sitting here face-to-face. Come check us out on YouTube. Uh, you can engage through the comments and our very occasional live streams at this point. Maybe we'll get back to those someday. <laughs> uh, we actually have a special announcement out for all of our anime fans out there, anyone near Raleigh, North Carolina, we have been invited and are being flown out to Animazement 2022. So if you want to meet us there, come hang out. Yeah, hit us up on the Discord if you're in that area. We would love to come see some of you. Our last trip to Texas, we got to meet actually quite a few fans of the Mm -hmm. podcast out there. It was really fun. So hit us up and uh, we'll see you there, hopefully. Now we got some questions tonight. Dog asks, what are your thoughts on the NFL? linking a deal to create a licensed first-person VR football game. Hmm. Sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> I I think that is cool, though, because I feel like the, like, football video games are really big, and, like, mm-hmm. I think that could definitely bring some more legitimacy to VR. I feel like I don't know how they would do it because in like flat games, you like play all the little people and like control like a team. So I'm not sure how they would do that. (laughs) For VR. <laughs> well, I feel like Shave Dog should have came on this episode and actually talked about this. Shave Dog was on a while back because Shave Dog really likes a game called 2MD Football that is on PSVR already. Mm. And people say it's actually a really cool VR simulator, football simulator, whatever you want to call it. It's not realistic looking at all, but they say <laughs> it's really fun. You like write out your plays. You get out on the field and you, I don't actually know how that controls, but I think football is a really tough one because there's kind of two things that happen with VR. Uh, people get a VR game and they expect it to be like they're really living that life and living that situation. Mm. But the other thing is a lot of times developers think to themselves, oh, this is still a game. We can make it so you press A and you throw the football and you get this mm. this clash between what the yeah. people want and what the developers think is okay because in Madden NFL football you press a button to throw a football. They don't mm. realize oh we're in VR it needs real. But you try and throw anything. You've ever tried to throw anything in VR, you know how hard it's going to be to accurately throw a football. True. It, I, it's going to have to be some sort of mechanic where maybe you aim the football ahead of time and then you do a throwing simulation to make the power, but you don't mm. actually aim that way. There's no way. There's just no way current VR, it can work in my mind. I mean, if you like held the grip button, I know that's where it's difficult, but a lot of games do that where you hold the grip button and then let it go as you throw. But that mm-hmm. is weird. It's Yeah, it's not going to go the right Throws direction. People. You're not going to get the right power. It's going to be way too hard to come out with a really good feeling. Just not going to feel like throwing a football would. So mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll do it, but I, I would love to see it. I want to see more things. The biggest thing the NFL should be doing right now is just having freaking... S- I don't know what it's called. Field side on the field tickets. Oh, in yes. VR to watch the freaking games. Come on. Yeah. 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 That's more uh, important the- than an NFL game. Oh, yeah. The other thing I'm thinking of is how they always have like real people 
in like the video games? Are they gonna like three D scan all the players? I mean, they could. That they could make it seems happen. weird. <laughs> I feel like it's already weird that like, do they pay them for this? Oh, like yeah. when they I, have, I mean, they okay, pay good. someone. I'm not sure they if it's the actual someone. players or if they pay the NFL. The NFL has had them <laughs> sign. You know, we get licensing rights to your you as your person your likeness. Uh, yeah, I don't know the legal side of all that. It sounds Man. a little sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dog also asked a question. I, I feel like we've probably answered before, but who knows? Maybe we got some new answers. Mm-hmm. What flat game or game franchise are you still hoping makes the jump to VR? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Spyro would also be really cool, but I'm not sure how they would do that when you're yeah, a dragon. I, I could see being a dragon. I could see flying and doing all that. Pokemon. <gasps> so I've so- never played a Pokemon game until Nat got Arceus and she's been really into it. And I I kind of I, I kind of like the collecting and crafting side of it. So I help her with that. So seeing that, oh, I feel like it'd be a tough one to get into VR because like mm-hmm. it's just you spend so many hours in Arceus running around, picking stuff up. I feel like it would get very mm-hmm. tiring in VR to just be doing I mean, that kind of collecting. That's like kind of the stuff you do in Minecraft. And we love playing Minecraft VR. I do love Minecraft, but I feel like you have a very like specific goal you're getting your stuff to build or you're exploring with arceus it is a little grindy when it comes to yeah. just going out and picking up stuff so you're getting the same stuff from the same locations true i think they could do it but i think it has to be some sort of a retune of the idea of pokemon or at least something different from arceus and it could be really cool same thing though throwing the pokeball might be really tricky with throwing true it also <laughs> i feel like the um the battles would be kind of odd you're like okay i'm in this and now all of a sudden i'm like picking which uh which move for my pokemon to use so yeah that might be a little weird weird but basically i just want to see the pokemon in person that's just all (laughs) i want if it was even just pokemon and all you do is just go run around and like look at all the pokemon and pet them that'd be great yeah some kind of an experience where you just hang out with them at pokemon petting zoo (laughs) (gasps) yeah I would love it. You could see like how big they are. That'd be pretty cool. Well, the for scale. this question for me, I feel like I'm I've gotten most of my wishes are coming true. Resident Evil has made it to VR. The Grand Theft Auto series. We know uh San Andreas is being remastered in VR. That is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I don't really know now what franchise. I'd obviously like to see something Zelda, something Mario 64 style from Nintendo, mm-hmm. which who knows if we'll ever see. I think that would be cool, but I feel like my wishes keep coming true as far as what flag games come to VR. So I'm not that worried about it anymore. I just can't wait for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas to come out. I'm pretty excited for that, too. Yeah, it's going to be And cool. I haven't played much Grand Theft Auto, but yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> well, we got an interesting question from King Shoopy on our <laughs> Discord. Uh, for a little bit of background on this question, King Shoopy is uh, strangely into old tech, I guess I would call it. Uh asks, do you guys know how to work rotary phones? And I'm very certain King Shoopy is not old enough to have ever seen a rotary <laughs> phone in the wild. <laughs> Nat, do you, did you for some reason have a rotary phone in your house? Yes, we had a rotary phone. And no, I'm not so old that it was like the time <laughs> of rotary phones. Yep. But we got a rotary phone, I think probably from like a garage sale or something like yep. that and used it legitimately and not like the stupid ones that are like revamped rotary phones that still have like touch tone buttons. It was an actual rotary phone where it had mm-hmm. like you, that has like the numbers and it has yep. like little holes and you stick your little finger in the hole and you pull it over. <laughs> it's 
fun, but it takes kind of forever. It's like zoop, zoop, zoop. Like, but it's really fun. Yeah. It's, it's a fun. it's a funny question. It's a funny answer, too, because like, I mean, technically cell phones existed even when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. in my house, what I remember the phone as a kid was was this cordless phone that hung mm-hmm. off the wall or sat on its station, depending on mm-hmm. which place we were living in. But then my mom one day brings home this ugly, old, stinky gross like pink off pink colored phone and says oh we're gonna put a phone in your room now and it's the grossest looking little thing i've ever seen and she had to explain to me how to use this and of course what did i do as a stupid kid i ended up calling 911 when i was prank calling people and had the cops at our door so i think she might have regretted that wait you didn't know how to use it were you like super young I mean, she, no, she told us how to use it. But then what was I doing? I was prank calling people all the time. Uh, but but then, yeah, I kind of dialed 911 one time out of, you know, funny. Oh, hang up really quick. But it, that's all it took for them to trace it. And the cop showed up at the door. So, yeah, shoot, we know how to use rotary phones. Uh, I don't know how old. We need more to rotary phones. Have, I don't know how old someone has to be to have actually had one and like actively use it. I think that's pretty old. But we somehow got them from hand-me-downs, probably like you, who somehow has one now, which is Wait, was there, was that a rotary phone then that you're talking about? That you called yeah, it was the one where you Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I was just like, pink cord phone. I didn't hear you say rotary, <laughs> so I... Okay, cool. Yeah, it was old. <laughs> I thought, Fun. You know, my mom thought if she put that in there, she'd hear the phone ring, but she wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to use it. So, <laughs> a fun question. I, we like when we get some non VR questions too. But K27 brings us back to VR and says, Do you think the PSVR 2 will create a new benchmark in VR or is Sony playing catch up? Hmm. This is a good question. I feel like it is a good question because we can't predict the future is the problem. The specs right now are like better than anything else in existence, Mm -hmm. but this thing might be a year out. We're going to find out probably next month what Oculus or Meta, whatever they're called, is cooking up. We might find out in the next few months or this summer what Valve is cooking up. Mm -hmm. And if they can all beat Sony to market, then it's probably not going to create a new benchmark. It's it will look like it's playing catch up once again. That's the thing that's so funny, though, because all these other uh, brands are not haven't like put anything out that's like new and amazing for a while. Like even Quest, like it's really good for like a wireless headset, but it's not like anything earth shattering. It's not really adding anything. Wireless is the earth shattering. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, like, are these other companies going to bring something new to the table or are they just going to kind of keep sitting back and watching what happens? Or just keep improving the actual specs, but nothing innovative. That's what I appreciate Mm -hmm. what Sony's doing. Having headset haptics, having these adaptive Mm -hmm. triggers, having realistic sensory haptic feedback in the controllers instead of just a dull vibration. These Mm -hmm. are all things that VR needs and will benefit greatly from. But if other manufacturers have the next year to try and beat them to market with their own tech, it could happen. So Mm. I don't know. Rumors and everything. It seems like what Meta is doing is mostly they're trying to get face and emotional tracking in. They're not that worried about these things because they're trying to make this more social still. They're not trying Mm. to be a gaming headset forever. They're trying to make it so your avatar has all the intricacies of your face 
moving on it so that people feel like they're really hanging out with the real person. Or Sony, they're doing this for the PlayStation. They're making fun games, fun experiences that are going to be really cool and exciting. Mm-hmm. And I still I'm I'm very interested in what both sides are doing, but I'm a little more excited currently about what Sony is doing because it's something that VR needs. Yes. I agree. It is uh it is nice that they always are looking at the next innovations and doing new things rather than just re-upping the fanciness of what's already been done. That was a great way to put that. <laughs> re-upping <laughs> the fanciness. <laughs> well, hey, uh, we're speaking of meta. Meta gave us a tiny tidbit, a nugget of news. But before we get into the news segment, we got to tell you about our sponsor for the podcast. They've taken care of us care of us for absolutely forever asterian products they make great vr headset stands they make headphone stands vr gaming mats you got to go check them out go on amazon look them up and if you want to buy something from them code full dive 10 is gonna get you another 10 percent off on us from the podcast meta which is this i think this is the first time they're gonna call it that because it used to be there was facebook connect or there was the oculus Mm. gaming i can't remember what it was called but now the meta (laughs) gaming showcase is what they're calling this is coming and on april 20th so not good (laughs) yeah like they could have found a better flowing name (laughs) basically april 20th 10 a.m pacific time we're gonna be seeing announcements new gameplay first looks updates on games that are coming in the next year and other surprises too is basically what they've said Beyond that, they haven't really told us anything of what to expect. So all these news outlets are speculating on what it means. I would guess there's going to be something about Grand Theft Auto because they teased that already. It's coming. Mm. It's time to see a gameplay trailer. It's time to see at least a teaser trailer and hopefully some really other exciting game announcements. Uh, we don't know what all's coming. You know, there's been rumors of Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed VR, but we don't know if those are coming to Oculus or Meta. We don't know any of that. It's all rumors and speculation. But basically, all this information is really telling us is, hey, mark your calendars, 420, 10 a.m. Pacific time. There's going to be some VR news coming, and I'll probably be, probably be streaming that to talk it over with all of you. I'm excited. Uh Yeah. Nat, what do you think? Sounds like another thing where we watch it and there's stuff that's not as exciting as we hope. Oh, gosh, I hope not. (laughs) There's got to be some good news. I feel like we had some last year with Resident Evil and then Grand Theft Auto. And it's kind of been a while, I feel like, since there's been that game that really excites me. And I'm waiting for that game again. Uh, So let's hope. Mark your calendars out there. Come hang out with us on 420 at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And let's see uh, Ruth Brom, the executive producer at Oculus Studios, tell us what's coming and what we can expect. I hope there will be some exciting news because I feel like it's been a little bit of a dry spell for VR for a bit. Yeah, I I feel you there. I think the lack of hardware coming out and the in-between phase we are kind of between generations, it's like we're just not getting as many Mm -hmm. exciting things. And still, I mean, how many years have we been in VR now? Still, I feel like so many games that are highly anticipated come out and kind of fall flat. And I thought that was, you know, just the first few years of VR, it was going to be like that. And no, I think of games Mm -hmm. like After the Fall, not a terrible game but if you go back and you look at like the hype trailers and the things that it seemed like this game was going to be and you look at what the game is that you actually play now i feel like it's two different worlds to me yeah it's 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 not this big open world post-apocalyptic zombie fighting you know it's it's like these very linear levels that go through hallways it's yeah (laughs) 
I'm hoping for some sort of Metacambria news at this thing. I feel like the time has come to at least give us a little something. We saw the case that it was in in that uh, Facebook connect or whatever it was before they changed the name. There's got to be some sort of hardware announcements. We got to get some hype back in it because I feel like since Christmas, the VR scene has kind of gone a little quiet and it's gone way too much metaverse and way too little where are we now and what's coming now it's yes. too much this in 20 years we're gonna have this amazing yes. thing so <laughs> true wouldn't it be funny if the gaming showcasing was like here's a couple of things that are coming out but remember <laughs> guys in 20 to 40 years we'll all be living in the metaverse it'll be so great you'll be doing wine tastings in your home yeah, yeah. <laughs> those were I know pretty it's not- funny I know that's not what you come to a VR podcast to hear us talking about how VR is just not doing what we want to at the moment, but it gets frustrating. You know, we're enthusiasts and we're lovers of it. And I can't tell you like what the last game that came out was that I was like seriously excited for. Like it's been a minute. Resident Evil. That's, yeah, that's that was been a, a bit while ago though. Yeah. It's been out a while mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That's true. Like give us something at this, please. Give us another Half-Life out. <sighs> yeah. Oh gosh. I- <laughs> I fear that's still going to be the reigning champion of VR excitement for years to come if we keep at this rate. So let's talk about something outside of VR gaming. Let's talk about a company called OSSO, O-S-S-O. So recently, a startup's founder and CEO, Dr. Justin Broad, sat down uh, actually with Upload VR in VR to talk Mm. about the company's path and their potential, what they're trying to do and impact the healthcare industry. So what OSSO Mm. does is they are creating trainings in virtual reality for surgeons, for medical healthcare experts to do these procedures ahead of time, learn from them, help be better at them and change the future of healthcare. So uh, it's not interesting... like surgeon simulator. <laughs> like, like realistic Actual. surgeon simulator, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, this isn't just for fun anymore. You kill the patient, you're in trouble. It's like those flight simulators <laughs> at, the air, oh, at, yeah. at the big airplane places. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, and funny thing, the company was talking about how they, they started back in 2016 and they've always been a fully remote and fully VR company. Oh, and wow. now, that doesn't sound that weird, you know, this far into COVID. But back then it was kind of revolutionary. And 2016, uh, that was like pretty early on in VR time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was back in the day. Uh, they're up to 160 full time employees. So this is pretty big. You know, it's can I work for fast. them? <laughs> you should actually. I mean, hey, you might look at some job openings with them after this. That might not <laughs> be a bad idea because they're looking at 300 people by the end of the year. Uh, I could be a surgeon. I don't need any <laughs> training. I just train in VR. <laughs> Maybe you can be one of the people that helps like market these things. I don't I don't know what they're looking for <laughs> out there. But basically, they're saying that in two years, they're looking to be somewhere between 600 to 800 people. They're focusing wow. on specialties, orthopedics and intervention specialties. But one thing that they're trying to do is also take this worldwide so that everywhere people can be doing better at surgery Hmm. can be learning more about it using vr to explore these procedures before they have to do them in real life and i mean this is exciting i think that healthcare and really any training virtual reality is absolutely poised to be super powerful and effective in it yes what what do you think nat would you even for your job would you think that training people in virtual reality could do any good i think totally like i like you mentioned with like uh airplanes and what are those people called the 
drive airplanes? <laughs> Pilots? Pilots? <laughs> we're recording us a little uh, late. If you can't tell us, so we're both struggling a little. <laughs> I always do. Anyway, pilots have their flight simulators that are basically, I mean, it's not VR, but it basically is because it's just like this. Okay, not that I've been in it, but I've heard about it. It's like basically a <laughs> chamber thing where it completely simulates actually doing a flight. And so that shows us like, of course, yes, this is completely relevant and really helpful. And they've even done things like that um, for like driving. Uh, mm -hmm. My sister did like driving simulator things on the computer. And how much mm -hmm. more helpful would that be if you're in VR and you're actually like moving a, a steering wheel instead of like moving like a mouse or Weird mm -hmm. things like that. Turning your actual head to check your blind spot instead of yes. pressing a button that turns it. Yeah. And so UPS for... has been using it for a while for their drivers. Oh, yeah. I I just think it is so much better than just someone telling you how to do something. And it seems like it makes so much more sense than like, okay, you have, you know, 50 new employees. Doesn't it make a lot more sense to have them all do it in a in virtual reality where it's like they're actually doing it than just talking to a group of 50 people and telling them how to do it. That's not how good training works. Like you have to actually do stuff to know how to do it well. So I think it's really awesome. That's like that's a much better way to learn than reading about something or hearing about something that can be part of it. But when you're actually doing it virtually, that's giving you a lot more experience and being able to actually get your hands, hands-on experience, basically, um, without killing someone. So that seems good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's huge. Uh, in their last uh, fundraising, they raised $66 million. So this is not some small wow. company. This is not <laughs> you know, some side headliners. This is a big deal for the healthcare industry and potentially the future of all of us and our healthcare. I mean, the more experience our doctors have, the better they can do for us in these procedures as long as robots don't take over. But who knows? Maybe That's... eventually. <laughs> maybe it'll be. Did we talk about this one time? Maybe eventually it'll be like a kind of hybrid thing where it's like people in VR headsets that are like controlling machines or something like that. Like a hybrid of using machines and the human brain because like machines are really good at certain things, mm -hmm. but we need the human brain to be able to make, you know, certain complicated decisions or like life altering decisions like we learned in iRobot. So I don't know. I think that could be a thing that could happen that in the future, maybe we're using virtual reality when doing these actual procedures. And I think it's I think really it would make interesting sense. too that, yeah, I think it's really interesting too that they're talking about hiring so many new people, six to 800 people. That's a lot. Like this is huge. Maybe there'll be more companies like this that jump on the bandwagon and um, go for this type of thing. Maybe they can see that this is where things are going. Yeah, I, I've seen other companies. I think this is one of the most you know, serious and well-funded ones, but I see a lot of these on Instagram. And I think about what you were saying about people and machines. Like, it, think about the fact that a robot doesn't have to worry about, you know, having a steady hand. It doesn't have to worry about mm -hmm. whether it's had too much or too little caffeine to stay awake while doing something. Where the mm -hmm. person could be controlling 
that making those decisions that need to be made by a human in the moment, but having that perfectly steady hand, that perfect precision that a machine could do. It's interesting thoughts. And this is not something that the company necessarily is doing. This is just, you know, us kind of thinking, where does this go and what does it lead to? But I I think it's super exciting to see. I'm very interested personally in what VR can do for the world outside of gaming. I -hmm. like gaming with it, but I think that it's so much bigger. It's kind of like when the internet, you know, was first getting big and be like, oh, we're going to be able to play games. Well, yeah, but look at the internet now. Gaming's a part of it. But I mean, how many of us could even pay our bills without the internet? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How many of us could even clock into work without the internet? You know, Mm -hmm. it does everything. And I think that VR has that same future for us. We just got to... We got to have companies like this that have the vision beyond gaming to take it further. Right. Beyond gaming and even beyond like the like social media type thing, because Uh I I feel like we see that these different aspects. But a lot of times we see like gaming and then we see like meta with their social social media stuff, commercialized social interaction, basically. Uh But it's really interesting to see these other companies that are doing all kinds of stuff, especially things like healthcare. So that's really cool. I I would definitely love to keep an eye on this and other companies like that that are doing more with VR and especially be even beyond training. Again, not that they're doing that now, but it would be really interesting to see. Speaking of VR gaming and that being a big part of it, let's get to the game section. <laughs> First, we got to tell you one more time, our sponsor, Asterian Products, they have their high quality universal VR headset stands. They have RGB lighting, a sleek, minimalistic look. And if you don't have one already, you can go on asterianproducts.com, get it straight from them, and you're going to get an extra $5 off any order, $19.99. $19.99 or more by using the code full dive. Definitely make sure you check them out. Links in the description and show notes. We're going to talk about games, but we're also going to talk about music videos as being mm. something that VR can really bring a lot to. And so it's kind of perfect that we are starting out by talking about Avicii in Vector, which I would call a a music visualizer guitar hero basically is what this thing was. Now, do you want to kind of explain what it was in your experience with it? <sighs> I feel like <laughs> Guitar Hero is a pretty accurate description. It's basically you're in this like, or you're like controlling this spaceship. And mm-hmm. the intro I thought was cooler because it's like kind of going around this cool, big, visualized space whatever but then it gets into this part where you basically kind of like park on this kind of rainbow road and then (laughs) you press buttons when they come up to the beat and it's like what is this yeah yeah Uh, so a VBG Invector, if you can't tell by the name, this was made with a bunch of Avicii's music. It is actually not just VR. You can get this on Switch. You can get this on PC. Probably okay, I, that that makes it make more sense. Yeah, probably just as good of an experience there. But basically, it I don't know how to describe this thing beyond it is just Guitar Hero guitar but with hero. VR controllers in your hands. Like your, yeah. your, your third person perspective of this little spaceship and it's flying along these triangular trails. And at one point, you're going to press left trigger when it shows up to the beat of the music. And then you're going to click your thumbstick right and it's going to move to another side of this triangle. So unnatural. And then you're going to press A when it, when it hits this next part of the music. It's button mashing. And then and press B. Yeah. It, well, and if you go into hard, then you're using basically all the buttons on the controller really fast. And it's 20 bucks for this. Uh, and I just, no. I feel like I want to talk more about VR music videos because I think VR music videos 
are a really great way to use VR and they're really cool. And this took a tiny bit of that and showed it to you in the intro and then it sucked all the joy yeah. out of it by yeah. having you have this stupid game that's a part yeah. of it that is the totally unnecessary. Was cool. I was pretty excited. And then I was like, what? Why did they ruin it? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to try and see if I can find the the rating that people have given this on Oc- four and a quarter stars. What is wrong with people? What have people never uh... played a VR game? Have people never seen a VR music video? Maybe they haven't because there aren't very many of them. But wow, Ugh, I think the problem is these people haven't ever done a good VR music video. So they think this mm. is as good as it gets. Ugh. That is uh, so sad. That is truly sad. The yeah. beginning was kind of cool. I kind of wish that Kaylee was here because the beginning actually made me think of some of the stuff she's done because she's done VR music videos where uh-huh. you're like moving through the space and uh-huh. it's really cool and goes with the music and it's like you're in this whole experience. But then it goes, then you're just on this stupid like track and yeah. crashing buttons. This is yep, like to the beat. PlayStation 1, like Guitar Hero or even like Dance Dance Revolution, like the game before you had like the the Stomp like pad. foot pad thing, like you're just doing <laughs> it on your controller. That is not fun. It's awful. Yeah. So for the listeners out there who have never had an experience with a VR music video, let me tell you about a one that I would say is a pretty good one. Although I'm sorry to do this to you. You're not going to be able to access it. It was a VR <sighs> only and it was taken off the store. So the chain sad. smokers. Paris. You Mm. get into this video and what happens is the song Paris is playing and you can look around and you have this little cursor that you're that follows your eyes. And if you look at a billboard, the billboard has like a big flash of light and sparks come out of it. Or if you look at the trees, it like pushes the trees out of the way as it's going. But really what you're doing is you're jamming out to the song. You've got all these beautiful lights, this beautiful scene of you flying through a city or over the ocean or something. And you're enjoying the music with this beautiful visualization Mm. happening around you. And you look mm-hmm. around and you enjoy the scenery and you have a limited amount of interaction based on where you aim your eyes and what's happening. But it's not a game. It's not gamey. You are loving music while seeing a yes. beautiful sight and having an emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. And I got a little tiny taste of that in this Avicii pack when it went into the intro and I had this spaceship just floating around. And if I move my joystick, it moved around. But I was looking yeah. at these huge space scenes when I was looking at these huge buildings going by and it felt like, oh my gosh, this is going to be like that, but 15 tracks. And then you get to the actual game, you get through that tutorial and you're stuck with this stupid mini game you're playing and you're you're having to watch this stupid mini game since Guitar Hero. You have to keep your eyes on it. So you're not looking at the beautiful scenery that's passing mm-hmm. by. I would rather they had a switch. I checked options. They didn't. I'd rather have a switch that turns off the stupid game and you just yeah. fly through the visualizer and look at this thing's happening while listening to this music. Yes, because there were even parts in it where it like goes off the stupid track thing and mm-hmm. you're moving your spaceship around again, like through these rings, fly through the ring, Superman. And it's actually cool. And like, I, I actually really enjoy like VR roller coasters and stuff because I can't deal with them well in real life. When it's in VR, I can enjoy it and not feel awful. Um, And so I really like that because I feel like I'm moving It's almost kind of like when you're at the movie theater and they have the little thing in the beginning that's like the roller coaster thing, you know, Um, you feel like you're moving, but you're really not. And it feels cool, especially like with the music going on and you're like moving around. But why would they not just make that the whole thing? 
I don't understand. And there are other games like that. There's like um, Res Infinite is I haven't played much of it, but it's kind of like that. It's like there's stuff that you do, but it's more about the music and the visuals. And then there was what was that one game that was like you're like a little beetle going through like a thumper. Yeah, Thumper. That was cool, mm-hmm. too. Like, they were just... Wh- why would you have it in VR and have us mash buttons? Yeah. That is so silly. Why? Why do <laughs> it's this? Basically, it's basically a port, is what it seems, of a game that was made for console or whatever. We and... don't need a port of this in VR. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, the fact that it's in VR, the visual, the visualizations, I'm sure, are a lot bigger, a lot more amazing than they would have been on a Switch. But this little game you have to play degrades the whole experience. Yeah. I got to a point where I just put my thing off to the side on the triangle. It didn't have the buttons or whatever. And I just let mm. let it go. I got a terrible score and I just watched the world go by. And that was mm. way more fun, way mm. more beautiful. I was actually able to enjoy the music. This almost gives me and and i know this is going to be a controversial opinion but this almost gives me tetris effects vibes in that tetris effect (laughs) looked really pretty had really pretty music and then had you stuck playing tetris so you couldn't look at any of the cool stuff and i I, tetris is a good game unlike this yeah but it was the same problem you were completely distracted from the surrounding and Mm i i would bet some people i i don't think either of us had an issue but i would bet some people get a little motion sick of this because there is a lot of big movement yes at the very beginning before i kind of got like once i got into it i'm like okay this is what it's gonna feel like i was a little like like disoriented Mm because you your little spaceship goes like up into the side and like goes all over the place and is kind of like so it's a little much to handle yeah (laughs) Yeah. it could definitely not be enjoyable for some people that is the one thing I think the mini game is kind of there for in a way that actually does mm. help. Because I noticed yeah. if I played the mini game, I wasn't really feeling it. But when I did push my ship off to the side and just try to look around, I did start to feel that like, whoa, yes. this is some real movement. Because you yeah. have, I mean, what looks to be pillars that are 500 feet tall passing you way out to the side. Like, yeah. it feels like you're moving through a very big world. And so maybe the game is there to help save you from that, too. But it's just, oh, I hated the- it. The like chain smokers music video that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I didn't get any motion sickness from that because you're still like moving in a direction and it's not like big weird movements. It's like mm-hmm. you're going straight and yeah. like looking where you're going and stuff. And this just makes me so sad too because I wish we had more VR music videos. They're mm-hmm. so awesome. You're immersed in the music and have these visualizations around you that go with it i also really like the kaigo carry me music video it's really Mm -hmm. cool has all these visuals of like like jellyfish and like people and lights and stuff and it's so cool and like billy eilish come on make us a vr music video please (laughs) i feel like that (laughs) she would be into that that would be super cool i don't understand why we aren't doing this I think it's just still too few people. I think it's too few people have a headset and then to pay for the production, but then also pay the licensing fees on the music. I think Mm. there's a lot of layers to that that makes a lot of cost with very little return. So Mm. no one sees the value in doing it is the problem. But the ones that (laughs) 
art ultimately comes down to money at some point sadly money ruins everything but yeah there is kaigo carry me we talked briefly about that if you have a pc you can still experience this on steam or on oculus rift experience oh good because it's yeah really that cool. one chain smokers you're never going to get your hands on uh so sad i'm glad we have did it. there's a young dumb and broke one for cleat it, it's not great but it's i would fine. put it light years ahead of this avici thing that we tried to play tonight yeah uh yeah, this Avicii thing, it, it the problem too is, you know, that maybe the mini game, I don't know. Maybe it's necessary because there's like 15 tracks plus other tracks. Like you could spend a lot a lot of time in this if you weren't careful. And maybe you'd make yourself really sick if you were just watching these scenes go by. But I hated that game so much. It was such a chore to play it. And it didn't it hit on the beat, but it didn't like make a loud sound when yeah. it hit on the beat. And it didn't like make some big like beautiful visualization. It. Yeah. it just felt like you're stuck playing this stupid game while you yeah. were trying to enjoy the music and the scenery. When you hit A, your little spaceship like jump. And it's like, why yeah. is it jumping? It's in space and flying. Yeah, it doesn't need this to is jump. Dumb and makes no sense. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. If you're out there and you're thinking, hey, I played that and it's worth four and a quarter stars <laughs> and not the one to oh, two stars that you two are making no. it sound like, come to our <laughs> Discord server and tell me why. Because I can't believe that, that this thing, I think this thing has a score that high because people love the music. They miss the artist. And so mm -hmm. they're rating this higher because of that. Because this yeah. just taken at face value of a VR game has no value to mm -mm. me at all. Mm -mm. So yeah, come tell us. Ask us questions uh, for future podcasts, and you can have your questions answered here. Ask us questions about here. rotary phones and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you can of course take it a step further and be a direct supporter on Patreon. We want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons. You are now covering all of the costs of the podcast, which is huge for us. And if you have ever considered rating and reviewing any podcast and you want to do it for us, that would be absolutely huge because it really does help reach. Maybe we can go from the number four VR podcast that we are claimed to be by some weird, <laughs> obscure media blog site to the number three. <laughs> I don't know how they make those lists, but I want to say a thank you so much. If you're listening, you can watch us on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you can take us anywhere. Overcast, Ghana, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google. We're on like everything. So thanks for listening. And remember when it comes to VR, you have to. Come on in. in. <laughs>